Hello, and welcome to You Lost Me at Namaste, where we discuss all things wellness, well-being, and spirituality at the real world 101 level. I'm your host, well-being alchemist and master energy healer, Michelle Schoenfeld, and I am thrilled for my guest today. You guys are just going to love her. I'm telling you, when I met her, I was obsessed immediately. (laughs) She is a functional medicine practitioner from Santa Monica, California. And I have her on Zoom today. So before I go any further, let me introduce Colette Brown. Welcome to You Lost Me at Namaste, Colette. Thank you, Michelle. It's so good to be here and connect with you and your audience. Thank you. So the reason I wanted to have you on today is I know that you wear a lot of different hats and have over your life, but really being a functional medicine practitioner, um, your kind of specialty with the basically gut, your gut microbiome and and gut connection, like how, what you eat in your stomach really affects everything in your life from your skin to fatigue, to inflammation. And so many different things that people experience can be traced back to leaky gut. Meanwhile, a lot of doctors don't even talk about it. That's correct. Um, yes, 95% of all autoimmune disease comes from the gut And it's so easy to care for it. And we just don't know that our Western medicine and our food pyramid of what is correct to eat is just inaccurate. And I am really happy to be in this field, having gone through it myself and learning about what it is and how we can nurture our gut and what happens when we don't nurture it and we do get that leaky gut, which we'll go into a little bit more. Well, thank you. And I know on this podcast, um, it is wellness, well-being, and spirituality, as I said, Mm -hmm. and I probably do a little bit more on alternative medicine and the spirituality mind body connection, but I really want to bring it back to, um, to the actual wellness of our physical body. It's so important that we take care of our body for inflammation, whether it's cancer or irritable bowel syndrome or arthritis. So many things come from inflammation. And so I just kind of learned about this myself a few years ago, and I'll go into that a little bit later as to why this piqued my interest. Um, But before we like kind of deep dive into it, would you mind explaining a little bit what microbiome, what that is and what leaky gut means? What does that mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the microbiome were basically other organisms are bigger than we are as humans. We are an ecosystem of microbiome. Our microbiome um, makes vitamins. It protects us. It's our first line of defense. And if you look at it as an ecosystem, our microbiome on the palm of our hand is different than the skin on our face than is different than in our gut. And each of them has a specific purpose of helping us to um, defend outside intruders. So that's why it's really important to nourish our gut and keep it optimizing um, as efficiently as possible. Um, Sugar in the diet, it comes into our body and um, it increases the food for a really kind of negative um, microbe that's kind of like a bad guy in a sense, but even though there's good and bad bacteria, they're both harmonious when in balance. But when one gets off kilter, then it throws the whole ecosystem off in the body, and that will manifest in 
maybe outbreaks on the skin. We can have rosacea, eczema, psoriasis, cystic acne, and this is all a direct correlation from the gut and that microbiome. So, um, when you, when you're feeding your body, nourishing foods, and you're eating less inflammatory foods, you're going to have a harmonious system. When that is off balance, you can create something called a leaky gut, which is basically the tight junctions in the lining of your intestine. When you're eating foods that are inflammatory, um, and even some lectins, it causes this disjointing sensation, um, which allows for this transfer of toxins into your body and it can wreak havoc. So it literally leaks through. She's kind of showing on screen because we are videoing this as well. Her fingers really close together and tight and then spreading apart, letting space. So is it the lining of your gut actually does leak? Is that really what's happening? It does. And it's, um, the lining is about the size of if you take a strand of hair and you split it in half, that is the, the lining of your gut. And so it's really easily penetrated. If you, um, are, if you're eating those harmful and inflammatory foods and it can throw you off balance, um, some people are genetically different, um, and they have a higher, um, resistance to, um, to gluten and to lectins and to dairy. And then there are those that we come into the environment as babies and, um, we go through the birth canal. And if you were not birthed naturally, you're not swallowing that your mother's ancestral DNA, that natural microbiome that's helping to bolster your immune system when you come into the world. Um, and then we go on antibiotics and so they can really start- tell a difference between a baby that's been born C-section versus yes. a baby that comes out vaginally. Yes. So there's many benefits, obviously, of being born natural versus cesarean. And one of those is that swallowing and being doused in that natural microbiome. And also, obviously, the cranial compression coming out. So if you were a C-section baby, it doesn't mean that you're doomed, but it does mean that it's going to take your body a little more time to build that microbiome up in your body. And children until about the ages of two don't have a fully developed microbiome. So they're constantly putting things in their mouth. And this is a natural way that the body builds that resistance and um, that we create um, immunity and, um, intolerance and different exposure. That's why it's really good to have kids just be on the ground, grounding in the earth, their feet on the grass, in the sand, as many tactile experiences as possible. Um, it really helps with that cognitive development as well. And, um, so it's, it's really, it's fascinating. Um, I could go on more about that, but, <laughs> but that makes really... me think of, um, my grandfather had a farm actually, all my grandparents had gardens, but -hmm. one of them had a farm and being really, really little and watching my grandfather either pull a vegetable or pick a fruit and then like kind of wipe it on his pants and hand it to me. Right. And a lot of us as kids, I think, depending on where you grew up, if you had gardens, you walk out and pick the cherry tomatoes and pop it in your mouth. And, you know, you pick the raspberries off the vine and pop it in your mouth. They're not sprayed with pesticides. They're totally organic, but you're getting little bits of dirt. You might get a bug, who knows, but it all goes into helping you build that immune system. Right. That, this, the, yep. the earth has its own microbiome and they actually, there was a study done in, I believe it was, um, Sweden and they, they tested children that were, um, their microbiome of those that were 
on natural playgrounds and in the dirt versus those of cement and very sterile environments and the immune system was much more robust in those that were connected with the earth. So if, I believe it. If, if we can do anything, it's, it's let your children like connect with, with just the environment and outside and the forest, forest bathing and it's just tricky, let them. You know? I'll be interested to see, um, what kind of a difference we see in a good, I don't know, 10, 15, 20 years with mm-hmm. all these babies born during COVID yeah. who did not get that opportunity. Like Correct. if you have a yard, great, but a lot of kids just didn't have that opportunity for going on two years, almost at this point, it'll mm-hmm. be interesting to see how that plays out, um, later, but the good news is there's a lot of things you can do, right. And a lot of it is through diet. And, um, I'd love you to talk a little bit more about food and how that affects leaky gut. Um, I will give an example, how I found out about it was, you know, I was working with the life co in Bodrum, Turkey, and they have a couple in-house physicians who are fantastic and they do testing. And I never did it before because I'm pretty healthy. You know, Mm -hmm. I I really take care of myself. I'm as alkaline as possible, as raw vegan as possible. Um, not that I don't always, or that I'm always good. I'm not always good (laughs) for the most part. I've always been able to eat pretty much anything I want. I noticed a difference in my body. Um, between bloating and just some GI, just some things were a little off. Do I have a parasite? Am I, uh, you know, I travel a lot. I'm drinking water from different places. I just didn't know. And it turns out um, that I'm, well, dairy intolerance, but I knew that I don't eat dairy anyway, but gluten. So I don't have celiacs or anything like that, but mm-hmm. I'm gluten intolerant. And I was so annoyed because I'm like, is that a real thing? I mean, none of us, all of us kids were eating gluten. There was no gluten intolerance 20 years ago, 40 years ago, right? Well, he just said, just try it. Just cut it out of your diet for three months and see what happens. Within two weeks, I felt better. Mm-hmm. Within a week, the bloating was gone. Within two weeks, I felt better, no more fatigue. And I hung in there for about eight months, came back to the US, started eating a little gluten again, because it was fun and delicious. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, the same thing started happening. So yeah. that was kind of my, um, and my daughter had some issues. She Mm -hmm. quit dairy. All of a sudden her skin's amazing and beautiful. So you had mentioned, um, because I know dairy is big for inflammation um, and everybody's tolerance is different. So you mentioned that um, everybody's body is a little different. Like some people can tolerate things and some people can't. Are there some uh, definite things to stay away from or really like things? How would somebody know like, hmm, maybe I have leaky gut and I should get it checked out. Like what are some of the like kind of signs Telltale signs are gas, bloating, uh, acne. Um, if you're if you're tired, um, if you are you have brain fog, if you're um, if you're just you know feeling like a stomach pain. Um, there there's there's different symptoms like you're feeling off. And and the sad thing is is that a lot of us and I was there for 20 years where I was stuck and, um, and doctors told me there was nothing they could do. Take this, don't eat fresh vegetables, like crazy things. And, and I, I started to come to this normal feeling of this is just how it is to live. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to always be tired. I'm just going to always have stomach pain. It's just like this natural being. And so it's really important to get yourself to a baseline. I have an amazing program. Um, what's on your plate. And I take people through a six week, um, kind of self-discovery where they learn their why and they figure out, because when I tell you what you're supposed to do in order to kind of 
break down the barriers, it gets really, it gets really hard. And you have to dig into understanding why it is you're doing this. Do you want to live longer? Do you want to hold your grandchildren? Do you want to travel the world? Like what is your deep desire? And I say, dig in seven layers. So list your first one and then ask yourself, why do I want that? Go down seven times and really understand it. And so, so you're going to help yourself understand what it feels like to feel better by eliminating certain foods. And I have people go on a 30 day reset is what I call it. And I have them eliminate sugar, alcohol, dairy, um, soy, and, um, and grains. Those are all gone from your, your diet. And the question Which is, is pretty drastic for a lot of people, pretty drastic. Yeah. And so the next thing is, well, how do I do that? So I give recipes and I give ideas and we have a group and we share, um, information in there of, of how to eat, what people are eating in order to sustain during this time. And when you're in there, it's the, to me, the most, um, exciting thing is to have people say, I'm sleeping better. I have more energy. I, um, my skin is clearing up. I, I can smell better. There was this this common factor in my last group where somebody's like, I can smell better. And another person said, you know, I, I can too. I didn't even think about it, but I'm, but, but if you think about it, the inflammation is down and your body's able to produce and act in the way it should. So better senses. And, um, and so it's really beautiful. So when you've taken your body kind of down to this 30 days of, removing these inflammatory and kind of culprits out of your diet. And then you can start slowly adding them back in and seeing how you feel. You, like you said, when you came back and started nibbling on the gluten, then you immediately felt something different. And then, and then we go to what I consider an 80, 20 rule. So 80% of the time you're doing great and, and you're, you're eating the way you should 20% of the time you're going to have a little something yeah. here or there. And that's okay because staying hundred percent all the time is almost impossible. Um, uh, I'm there a lot of the time, but I do, I do let myself indulge sometimes. There's certain things I don't do because I get really severe reactions. So I never do gluten. It just really takes me over the edge and I, I just can't. So, um, so anyway, those are, those are, five things that, um, that I have everyone eliminate. So there's a little controversy. I shouldn't say controversy. There is conflicting research, which is always changing. Everything's always mm-hmm. changing. It's never yeah. done right? right on soy. So the first time I went vegan about 15 years ago, um, I've been a big meat eater from Texas, big dairy, went to Wisconsin, like university of Wisconsin, like love meat, love dairy, <laughs> and then was vegetarian, then vegan. Well, the first time, again, going back 15 years ago, when there weren't as many options, I so overdid it with soy. Mm-hmm. And um, I learned after about eight months, I got kind of sick and you know, low energy, yucky skin, um, just was not balanced. I didn't really know what I was doing. I drank Diet Coke. I drank martinis. <laughs> you know, I ate soy. Yeah. What I didn't know at the time was that not all soy is food grade not all soy is created equal, Mm-mm. not all soy, right? There's a lot of issues with soy. Yeah. So I would say to listeners from my standpoint is that the soy is to do your research yourself, your research. the edamame that you're eating, that's apparently organic edamame at a steamed at a restaurant 
has a higher level of benefit to your body than that super processed soy that you see as an ingredient in a processed food. Mm -hmm. um, but I had no idea that not all soy is food grade. It's filler. Yeah. Um, soy protein isolate is a, is a, was a waste product of, um, of soy when they're manu when they're manufacturing and, and the, these facilities is kind of like this bubbling goop. And they took that spent billions of dollars developing it and soy protein isolate. Um, they can have up to, I think 6% in food and it was only FDA approved for the use in cardboard. And yet we have all these foods oh, with soy goodness. protein isolate that they're legally allowed to have X amount. It's in baby formula. It's in these, um, you know, protein drinks that you're drinking. It's, it's everywhere. And so when we're eating any kind of food, chances are there is soy in almost everything we're eating if it's processed. So knowing that it's just like sugar, sugar's in everything. So if you understand that your body is getting it all the time anyway, and that it affects you and that chances are most soy is, um, GMO and with pesticides and glyphosate, which is so talk about leaky gut, um, glyphosate wreaks havoc on your gut. And so it's really important to eat, you know, the organic and really from farmer's markets is best. Um, but yes, be really mindful of your soy consumption and these countries where they say, oh, you know, they live forever. They're eating soy. Well, they're actually taking like miso, the miso soup and it's with fish broth and they combined specific ingredients that counter the other. And so it's then beneficial to you, not just let me eat soy morning, noon and night and edamame every meal. And it's, it's too much. It's overload for our bodies and it will wreak havoc. Yeah. I didn't realize how much it was in everything. Um, I knew again, going back, I knew I was eating too much because I'd eat soy yogurt or soy cheese or soy sausage or things like that. They don't even really taste that good. I was just substituting. Mm -hmm. Um, obviously now that's opposite. I'm pretty much raw vegan, but I make my stuff, you know, <laughs> my new yeah. substitute is cauliflower. I substitute cauliflower for everything. Um, <laughs> <That's great. laughs> yeah. and again, you're right. Get the organic. Um, but it wasn't until after my breast cancer, when mm. I really was like zero soy, right. Then I was like militant. So I was looking at every single ingredient that I was like, how is soy in everything, everything. things you wouldn't even expect it. You know, yes. um, it really is amazing. I, yeah. So, all right. So I was just curious your take on, on soy. So thank you for filling us in on that. Um, one of the things now I know that in addition to being, you know, functional medicine, you were an esthetician mm -hmm. as well. And skincare is so important. Now skincare, of course, vanity. I love to have nice skin. We all want to have nice, fresh skin. Um, but it also is a sign of your health, right? Mm -hmm. It really is a sign of your health. It doesn't lie. Right. Um, so tell us a little bit about the skin gut connection. Okay. So I became an esthetician when I was working in the corporate world, um, when I was having all these health issues and I had cystic acne and I couldn't get rid of it. I went on Accutane. I went to dermatologists. I went to estheticians and nobody could help me with my skin. And I was frustrated and like, I'm, I'm a Leo and I take charge. And I, if I want an answer and I can't find it, I just dig in until I find an answer. And I went to esthetician school at night working in a corporate world 
and um, got my license. And um, that was my introduction into um, the skincare. And what I found was at the end, after I got my license, my skin wasn't any better. And I thought, wow, you know, why, 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 you know, I know all this stuff and, and I, I understand it, but nothing is working for me. And I still didn't make that gut skin connection until later. And, um, and that later was me being in the emergency room twice, um, in one month. And the second time that I went in, um, there, the, they wanted to operate on my appendix and, um, but it was swollen. It wasn't, I didn't need an appendectomy. Um, and a nurse whispered in my ear and she said, I think you might have something called leaky gut. And I thought, okay, what's, what's leaky gut. She's like, go check it out. I didn't say anything because I could get fired from my job. And so I dug into that and, um, found an amazing, uh, doctor who does functional medicine, but he's a GI and he did blood testing just like you had done. And, and he's like, Colette, you need to cut these foods out of your diet, take some supplements, get your body back to where it needs to be. And that's it. You're healthy. And I thought this is too good to be true. And 30 days in, I was completely transformed. My skin, my health, my sleep, everything was just flipped over and I saw the light. And that's when I just was like, I have to share this with everybody that I see that there's complaining about health. I'm going to tell them about this doctor. I sent him patient after patient after patient. And I realized that that was my passion. And that's when I turned and I started studying it. And, um, I'm so happy to share it here because the gut skin connection is that if you are experiencing these reactions on your skin, a hundred percent, it's something that is going on inside. And most likely 95% of all these diseases is from the gut. So 95%, you're eating something you shouldn't. Um, this reset that I do 70% of people, it helps. There's 30% of people that their systems are kind of too far gone. And they do need that medical, like a, an MD that is also functional to dive deeper and look at those problems. Um, but just eliminating these simple things, um, and you will see, you'll be your own science experiment and it's, it's really fun to see your body thrive and not suffer. Like we're here to thrive. We're not, we're not here to, um, be in pain and, and to, to hide behind makeup or, you know, not be in public because we're not feeling good. Like we, we need to thrive. And, um, what the easiest way to do that is really watch what's going in your body. Like, what are you That's willing true. to sacrifice? Is it gluten? Is it sugar? Can you give that up for a little bit so that you can live a healthier life. I mean, it's really interesting how much, um, you know, obviously we're in personal development and health and wellness. So we talk about this kind of thing all the time, doing Mm -hmm. retreats, working with centers, your clients, whatever. But for the most part, people aren't talking about this mainstream at an early age. I think we're Mm -hmm. similar in age and we had the food pyramid growing up in school. Well, what we didn't know is that was funded by the dairy association, right? The dairy council funded that. Um, there is absolutely, we should not, most people should not be having dairy after the age of about two 
Like our body just doesn't process it and metabolize it the right way. It's such a cause of inflammation. Mm-hmm. There isn't more calcium in dairy than there is in broccoli. There isn't more protein. Like there's all the things that they, right? And that's just one example is the dairy. There's so many other things that we just weren't taught as children. We were taught, oh, strong bones, strong teeth, strong bones, eat your dairy. Not Everything. Does the body good. Yeah. Right. Exactly. It was brilliant marketing for sure. You know, the mustache. Um, but it's not true. It's not yes. true. And that's just one example. I think a lot of people just cutting out dairy are amazed at how different they feel and look mm-hmm. uh, and sugar. Like we know we're not supposed to eat sugar, but the fact that it's yummy and it's in things that we don't even know have sugar, mm-hmm. we're not supposed to eat gratuitous amounts of sugar. You know, I'm not saying don't have a bite of your dad's birthday cake, but, <laughs> but nobody really talks about how damaging it really is other than obesity, right? It's like, oh, you eat too much sugar right. or you have a weight problem, cut out sugar. But there's so much more than that. It is oh, the inflammation. So much more. It's so much, and obviously grains and alcohol tie right back to sugar, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. it's interesting how it's really comes down to education because there's so many wonderful options out there. There's so many amazing options. This is where I think the internet and Instagram are amazing because you can start following pages that do what, like you said, if you, there's a topic for everything you want 5,000 ways to use cauliflower instead of grain, you want 5,000 ways to substitute avocado instead of oils or whatever it is, you know? Um, and I know that you also, um, in your diet plans, I think you have some fish and some healthy meats as well, mm-hmm. but you mm-hmm. can go and get recipes and like that. You could be at the grocery store and be like, Oh, what do I get? Jump online and look for a recipe, you know, because there are great options. If you think outside the box of what we were tech originally taught, like I never make pasta. Now there are chickpea pastas. There's some different kinds of pastas that, um, part of palm. That's part my of palm. favorite. Yeah. That's delicious. Uh, Trader Joe's yum. I bought like 10 boxes when it came back. Yeah. <laughs> um, but also I will make everything for a pasta. Um, I love mushrooms. So I make my sauce super, super hearty. And I just throw it on top of arugula. And you're like, that's mm-hmm. not having, po-. I'm like, it is because my body is, I, or my mouth, my taste buds want that yummy taste. Yeah. I can get that taste without actually having the grain, a little mm-hmm. texture different, but it tastes delicious. There's so many yes. things which I'm sure is what you do as well. Again, like I said, cauliflower, um, to me is like a superfood. It's not really, by the way, a superfood, but it's a great, <laughs> I use it for everything. Like I just had a cauliflower fried rice last night. Delicious. Um, it was so good. And I just felt like, you know, something, and I used coconut aminos. I didn't use soy sauce. And, um, so there's so many alternatives. And I think that's where a lot of people get stuck too, is not being creative. And some people need a hand to hold and kind of guide them Absolutely. by these retreats, like in Bodrum, um, at the life co or, um, other, other places that they can help bring you along and you might need a coach. You might need somebody to help guide you into this new, this new lifestyle. And I, I consider it a lifestyle. It's not it is a lifestyle diet. and it's so worth it. It is so mm-hmm. worth it. And it doesn't mean as long as you're not severe, right. It doesn't mean that you can't ever have a glass of wine. If that's your thing. You know, I've some friends who've given up alcohol over the last couple of years due to the book, the alcohol experiment. Um, and they're like, oh, we'll just try it for 30 days. And now, you know, a year and a half, two years later, they're still not drinking and they feel great. But for a lot of people, it's not realistic. They're social. They want their glass of wine or whatever. doesn't mean you can't ever have some of these things. Right. Um, but it's about being in balance. So, um, I want to get to a couple more things that I 
think that I would love you to share with my audience. But before we go there, would you share how people can contact you? And this will all be in the show notes, by the way, as you're listening. So if you're driving or walking, don't worry about it. It'll be there, but go ahead and share how people can contact you. And I know, cause you do coaching and you have these programs as well. I do. So you can find me on Instagram, um, at wellness by Colette and it's C O L E T T E. I always get asked that. Um, my website is wellnessbycolette.com. And, um, I do have a practice in, uh, Beverly Hills, um, where I can see people in person and I do one-on-one online. And I also have this group called what's on your plate that I do a couple times a year. Um, and it's, it's great to have that support around you. It's probably one of my funnest times is just <laughs> being with people and helping them on their journey to wellness. So no matter what this podcast is over a hundred countries now, very excited. Amazing. You started, thank you. You started listening. Um, my very first season. I did. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. That's how we actually met. That's so. how we met. And yeah. I was just, I, I heard it. I saw the name and I fell in love with the name and I'm like, I have to listen to this. <laughs> I started <laughs> listening and it was just, it was magical. And every episode always brings something so relevant and, um, it really just sits with me. So I'm, I'm so happy that the way you approach it and bringing this kind of one Oh one intro to this different world that, that I think everybody needs to be exposed to. And a lot of people aren't. So I'm so happy that you're sharing the good news. Well, thank you. Thank you for that. And I'm glad that you're doing what you're doing as well. So Mm -hmm. if you guys want some coaching or you want to reach out to Colette, no matter where you are in the world, reach out to her. She's in California. So that would be the time zone, but you can also email her on her website Mm -hmm. and that's info at wellnessbycolette.com. Wellnessbycolette. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So again, this will be in the show notes. So no worries about writing it down. Now you can contact her. Um, and also, you know, like I do talk a lot about being alkaline as much as possible and the fact that I'm vegan, but you are not. And that's where balance I think is really important. So I wanted to share that as well is that if you are, um, a meat eater or a seafood eater or whatever, I don't want you to be turned off. It doesn't have to be all or nothing. Mm-hmm. And that's really good about helping you find menus and a lifestyle because this is a lifestyle not a short-term diet that will yes. match your needs. Yes. Match. Yeah. So. so when I do the reset, I do have options for vegetarians and vegans. So I am very mindful of that. Um, but also people well. who enjoy their fish or enjoy their, you know, yeah, pescatarian or yeah, it's not yes. about being deprived. It's yeah. about a lifestyle that will work with your life. Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's going to get me to the next thing that I would like you to talk about. Um, and that is, you have, you've done a program on six instant health boosts to add years to your life. Yes. Yes. I love that. We all want to add years to our life. We all want to be in a better mood. (laughs) Yes. Yes. If you don't mind, you can keep it simple. Just share what are some instant health boosts we can do? Um, so number one is, uh, is sleep. Sleep is the most important I think at the top of the pyramid, if you're thinking of it as a pyramid, sleep would be it. And then other things fall under that. If we don't have sleep, our bodies can't heal and rejuvenate and, um, and create those vitamins that we need. We don't allow our microbiome to, uh, replenish. And, um, so it's, it's vital. Sleep is vital. Um, watch metals that are in your environment. Are you still using aluminum foil when you're baking, which I grew up with, 
we always line. Uh, yeah, I actually am. Okay. So nice. that needs to go. Yes. That needs to go. Okay. So we replace that with parchment paper. I'm so, so embarrassed to just say that. And parchment paper is fine for like my roasted cauliflower or my roasted yep. Yep. Brussels sprouts. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. So wow. Okay. aluminum foil is gone. If you need to use it, you're baking a pie or something. Um, you, you can line it first with parchment and then over the top, you would line it with the aluminum foil, but just don't let, don't let foil have any contact with the food that you're eating. That's wow. a really okay. simple way that you can eliminate metals out of your body. I mean, there's other ways too, but I find that that's the number one thing that people are still doing like, like yeah. you are. And yeah. And, um, well, I take my that. spirulina and chlorella if I'm going to put tinfoil under my cauliflower. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> okay. All right. 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 (laughs) Um, stop the fad diets, fad diets, just if, okay. If you, um, somebody has dementia, somebody is going for surgery and needs to lose weight rapidly keto diet. Okay. It's fine for a very short period of time. And there's very specific conditions where that works. If you're doing keto as a lifestyle, it's very damaging to the body and, um, buyers beware. Like it's, so it's pretty scary and look up the negative side effects, um, of, of that on a long-term basis. And again, if you're doing it very short-term for a very specific purpose, I, I, you know, that's, I understand that more, but just bad diets in general, um, they just don't work. They're not sustainable. You need to create a lifestyle that works for you and that you incorporate in. It's not eating healthy for a month. And then the next month you're binging on, you know, sugar and diet Coke and so whatever. So lifestyle, um, exercise is so important. Um, I had a friend that, uh, she had diabetes later in life and, um, the doctor told her, if you have a choice between insulin and exercise, you choose exercise. And that always just stood out in my mind. It's so important for, as, as we age, um, taking out toxins, we do, um, I just did a post about lymphatic drainage and when we're exercising, we're helping those lymph glands drain naturally. Mm -hmm. And, um, we need to keep a really well working system. And if we're not moving, our bodies are stagnant and they can't do their job. And so we start deteriorating. So let's stay active. Um, and then your skin, take care of your skin, um, use quality products, be mindful of those metals that might be in your makeup that you're putting on your face. Um, get a really well-sourced skincare line. I love probiotics, um, on, on the skin to feed my, the skin of, um, the face, the microbiome of my face, (laughs) um, and, um, sunscreen, some kind of sun protection. I always wear a hat. Um, we want to help prevent any kind of um, skin cancers and, and with the skin it's, it's the diet, right. That's connected. Um, and the other thing, the last one is uh, K2 vitamin, and this is oil soluble and this works tandem with uh, D3. So if you're taking D3 without K2, um, then you can throw your body off balance, but the K2 kind of naturally balances that out. And And do you think everybody needs to take a D3, even if you're in the sun a lot, you walk a lot, you you're a runner. It's because it's different, right? It's a different, how it's bioavailable in your body. It is. It's, I mean, sunshine is so important when you get up in the morning, uh, looking at the light, um, helps to reset that internal clock. And it does give you, um, important benefits, but 
if you were to get as much vitamin D from the sun, then you might be causing skin cancer. <laughs> so we might not get yeah. as much. And there's still, as you said, like there's always ongoing research, but I do recommend people incorporating some kind of, um, level of D3 into their, um, their regimen and K2, um, K2 is naturally found in, um, in fat of animals and dairy, the raw dairy, um, liver. Um, and this develops when, um, cows are grass fed and they're eating the grass. Um, when we eat it, we can't process it into K2, but they can, because they have the stomachs, the four stomachs that ferment and that fermented, um, it, it becomes like the K2 vitamin, then that stores in the fat in their fat. So when you are eating meat, make sure that it's very well sourced and humane. Um, one of the places I love is Belcampo, for example, because their meat is very um, well sourced and grass fed. And so if you're just grabbing meat just to eat meat and, and it's fed soy and grain and antibiotics, and it's not raised sustainably, don't do that. Like it's, it's bad for you. Like you're not getting anything beneficial. Um, and, uh, but you can, you can supplement and, and the K2 also helps to strengthen your bones and, um, calcium doesn't. So if you're taking calcium supplements, you need to stop. And it also helps to decalcify, um, your, your veins. So it helps to increase calcium in your bones, decalcify the veins so that blood can flow back and forth. So this is an important, um, supplement that I recommend people, um, people get. So those are the six. Okay. That's great. Um, and add years to your life. We all want to do that. Yes. And, <laughs> so, and not just years, but looking and feeling good. Like, yes. Oh my gosh. I don't want to go into old diet. years. Yeah. People are like, you look like Benjamin Button. Why are you aging backwards? <laughs> and I honestly, I felt that way. I felt way younger. Like I looked uh -huh. at pictures of myself at 45 and I definitely look younger than I did at 30 in my opinion. Um, because my diet was so much cleaner. Yes. But that said, when I'm bad, which I've been a little bad lately, or on a girl's trip, drinking a little too much, not sleeping mm -hmm. enough, having alcohol, which is inflammation, 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 yeah. right? Yeah. And I can see it all over in my face. It does, mm -hmm. the mirror does not lie. Right. Um, <laughs> and again, that is just a sign of what's going on on the inside, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, hopefully there's a lot more or a lot less of those, of those, uh, of those times. So, <laughs> um, but that made me think when you said ferments is that people, a lot of people ask as well about probiotics. And mm -hmm. I do like a probiotic, especially if I'm doing a long-term, uh, detox or juice cleanse, um, where your system really gets cleaned out. And I like kombucha. Mm -hmm. I know all kombuchas are not created equal. Of course, you got to check the sugar content, right? It also has a little caffeine, a little alcohol. Um, there's again, not all created equal. So check your labels. But what are your thoughts on probiotics? Is it something that you agree yeah, with? I, I recommend. I do recommend probiotics. I was just checking to see if I had a bottle. Um, but I do, I do recommend um, only getting the ones that are uh, like a spore-based um, kind of a where they're dormant, and uh, they're finding that the new studies on probiotics, if it's just a bacillus strain that it doesn't make it through the gastric juices. And I've heard that as well. Yeah. So, um, spore based 
and it, it goes all the way through, it gets to the intestine before it activates. And then it is like 99% effective versus 1% effective. Can you um, send me something that I can include in the show notes, Mm -hmm. a link for one that you recommend? And also you were talking about earlier micro, um, I'm sorry, the probiotics for your skin. And if you have a skincare company that you'd recommend for that as well, um, which I believe you do because I've tried it. I think it's an amazing product. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Send me the link to that. Amazing. I'll send you a link. Yeah. So I'm sorry, I cut you off a little bit. What was the name of that skincare? It's uh, Columbia Skincare. Fantastic. So we'll put the links in the show notes to that. Mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. And in the, in the Columbia skincare, there's a fermented, um, lysate that is kind of like that spore based where it releases once it gets onto the, um, the skin, uh, microbiome itself. So it's really fascinating the science that, um, was behind that. And I definitely see, um, a difference with both the spore based probiotic and, and the skincare, like those are just two like extras that you can add on to your routine that are not so hard to do. Right. Well, you look fantastic. I, I wish the audience could see you. you have nice, <laughs> big, sparkly eyes, nice smile, Aww, thank um, you. beautiful cheekbones, but really your inside light is just, I love your inside light. And that's, I think why I was drawn to you in the first mm-hmm. place. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did see you, I guess about six months ago. Um, yeah. You actually interviewed me for a program you were doing. Yes. And- I noticed a difference in that six months since I've seen you in your skincare. I don't know. Something is different, a little bit different. Maybe you're a little thinner. Maybe your skin's glowing a little more. I'm not sure. Is there something different? Uh, you know, wait, let me tell you what I've, what my weakest area of my life has been exercise. I'm, I'm a single mom. I have three businesses. I, um, I'm constantly going and I'm creating this new business and, um, And where would I find any time to cut? It was on exercise. And so what I've been doing the last four months is, um, the first thing I do is I, I do meditation in the morning and I get my mindset. I have my green drink, which is matcha, spirulina, avocado, um, a handful of power greens and, um, And that I drink that and I work out for 20 minutes or so. And I just, I do it at home uh, because I'm in Los Angeles to drive somewhere and home. Like that would be an hour plus the hour there, whatever. So I just get up, I do 20, 30 minutes and um, I feel so good. So I've got my greens in already in the morning. So if something happens during the day and I skimp on it later, I know I at least have a good dose in the morning. Um, and then I have my exercise in, and then I don't beat myself up later in the day. Like, Oh, tomorrow I have to exercise. It's too late, whatever. So that, that is something that I've really prioritized in the last four months. So it's interesting that you say that. I noticed such a difference. I'm not even kidding. Like you're always a beautiful woman, no question, but I noticed such a difference today. Um, And I, I love that you say you started your day with meditation because I mm-hmm. always talk about that with my listeners on the show, that how you start your day matters, even if it's yes. 30 seconds of thinking of three things you're uh, grateful or appreciative of. If you can do Abraham Hicks, where you hold that good thinking thought for 17 seconds, yes. do a downright beautiful 10, 15, 20 minute meditation, whatever you can get in, it matters. Yes. Like whatever. So I love that you said you start the meditation because it does set you up for success. It 
will attract better things in your life if you can start that way. And then of course the greens love that as well. Mm-hmm. I like that you said there's spirulina in it. I'm a huge proponent of spirulina. Um, I did a show I interviewed, um, whoa, I've trucks going by here. I interviewed the founder of energy bits, which is a spirulina organic, um, company, but she really, if anybody's interested, go back to season, I think two or three and listen to that interview, but it really breaks down what a superfood spirulina is. Like if you can only take one thing in your life, it's like spirulina. Mm. Talk about pulling out some of those heavy metals from your organs, Mm -hmm. but also giving you energy, right? Giving you energy and brain food. Yes. Super green, super green. Um, and then, yeah, well, so she probably has a great like the name was energy bits, energy bits. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's, yeah. and, and again, the sourcing is so important of that. So she has I'm her own, to- um, it, her story is great. Anybody who's interested, it's a really great story, how she got started and she's done Olympians and astronauts use her product. And, um, it's, yeah, that's a whole other thing. Go back and listen if you're interested, but yeah. definitely add spirulina to your diet, no matter where you are, you can get the little pills. Um, there are some that are better than others. So do your research. Mm-hmm. But so I love that you, so you do your meditation, you do your green drink, and then you do your exercise and you're right. 20 minutes, you know, like if you can do 30, 40, whatever, great. But if you're getting that 20 minutes in and mm-hmm. then endorphins, a little serotonin, yeah. and then yeah. you, you're setting yourself up to feel good about yourself. Yes. You're showing yourself self-love. Yeah. I, I also, I want to say two things. Number one, um, if you have kids, um, they're watching And I felt like too, like my girls will see me exercise and that's going to set a pattern for them to know that that's important that I prioritize it and they should too. Number two, if you're busy and you think that you have to set up a really like Zen place around you to sit and meditate, if you can, when you wake up, just close your eyes and, and get in that focus and don't don't think that you don't have the time, like you do it wherever you are. And, and then you can grow and you can do it other locations too, or longer, but just start, even if it's five minutes, start That's with true. something. This is, I do it on the airplane. It's one of my favorite places to do it. Mm. I mean, I do it yeah. all the time everywhere, but obviously that's what I do. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, from, but it took me a while to get there, but like mm-hmm. literally I've gone in, you know, the bathroom at a restaurant and closed the door and just sat there, breathed, closed my eyes and did a white light shower. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. But yeah, anything that you can do. Um, and thank you for sharing that. And that is a wonderful example for your girls, mm-hmm. um, yeah. for children in general, I should say. Yeah. Um, and the meditation, and teaching I, them to meditate too. By the oh way. my gosh. If we taught children to meditate in elementary school, we could literally change the world in one generation. Mm-hmm. I'm sure of it. Um, which I'm going to get to a little housekeeping actually from there. And just because I wanted to say, uh, Colette and I had the opportunity to speak a little bit before the show started just in like, we're both light workers, star seeds, like we're spiritual beings, right? Anybody who's listening to the podcast, you're probably a light worker. If you're listening, If you're not sure what that is, go back to season one. I break it down. Don't worry about the label. It's not important. We're all light beings, right? We all know we're connected to something bigger. And, you know, both of us would just share that we've been feeling like just tired lately, just kind of worn out, just a little, for me, I was feeling a little lonely, a little, not really depressed, but just like off, like just kind Mm -hmm. of stuck, spinning my wheels and tired. And then bouts of like no motivation yet. I have so much to do. Mm Mm-hmm. And you had shared that you were having some of those same feelings. Yeah. And um, Mercury now is out of retrograde. Thank you. A lot of planets are as well. 
but there has been this huge, big shift in the energy and a lot of people have been feeling it. So if you're susceptible to energy and you're listening to the show and you were feeling this, especially in earlier October, September, you're feeling this, know that you're not alone. It is getting better for sure. And a lot of it is, um, again, this is not mine. This is Elizabeth April, I'll say, but there's a lot of spiritual people who are talking about that when we sleep, we're not actually sleeping. Our physical body is sleeping, but our higher consciousness, our higher self is busy doing stuff. It's out there doing really good work, sharing the light, sharing the love, but really spreading light at a time where there's been a lot of darkness because the light is winning. Things are getting better and better. It really is. This is not a time to have fear. If you're feeling any fear, let it go, acknowledge it, but let it go. The best really is coming. But a lot of those are low vibrating feelings, right? And just know that if you're feeling that you're not alone, you're just exhausted. Mm-hmm. You're just exhausted. So it's like we've been doing double shifts. When we're sleeping, yeah. we're not really sleeping. And when we're awake, we're obviously awake. So show yourself some extra self love. Take your Epsom salt baths. You can also, before you go to bed, you can contact whether it's your spirit guides, your guardian angels, your higher self, God, whatever you're comfortable with. Just kind of set your intention that when I go to sleep tonight, I'd really like to have a nice sleep and I don't want to work. I don't want to work tonight. I just want to have a nice, <laughs> <I> love that <laughs> replenishing sleep, please. Um, actually, a woman I had on here, Intuitive Gulsonmas, gave me that to give my mom. She was doing a reading on me. She's in Luxembourg. I was in Turkey, and she was doing a reading on me. And my mom popped up, and she's like, "Has your mom been complaining of being really tired lately?" And I was like, "Oh my gosh, all the time." My mom just turned seventy. She's blind. And she was a shut-in because of COVID. So why would she be so tired, right? But she was crazy tired and she was always complaining, not complaining, sharing with me. And so she gave me that bit of advice to give my mom. Hmm. And I told my mom, set your intention. This is what she said to do. And she said she had not slept that well in years. Like the next two weeks, every night when she went to bed, she just like kind of closed her eyes and set her intention and said, please let me have a restful night's sleep tonight. I don't want to work. I need to sleep and replenish. Please let me, like she's, her own version of it. Yeah. For two weeks, she said she slept. Amazing. 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 So I'd love to pass that tip on. I like that tip. Um, and the other thing I want to kind of say out there is that, um, to anybody who's listening right now is, and Colette, I don't know. I know sometimes you have like little retreats or you have, um, call-ins anytime you're listening right now, anybody who's out there and you're invited to do a mass meditation, whether it's me or Colette or Gabby Bernstein or Deepak Chopra, it doesn't matter who's doing it. Um, if you have the opportunity to log in and do a mass meditation where a lot of people are meditating in a community around the world or the local church or whatever, do it. Like mm-hmm. we are literally raising the vibration of the earth right now. And the more you're around people who are also raising their vibration, you're going to mm-hmm. feel better as well. So yes. if you get the opportunity, you know, yes. whether it's online, Zoom or in person, go do it right now. It's really yes. important. I love that, Michelle. So I didn't mean to jump in and rampage. And I know that you have to go. Our time is limited. Um, You've been such a delightful guest, Colette. Thank you so much for joining me on You Lost Me at Namaste. I love it. Thank you. Do you have anything else that you would like to share before we go into our mantra? Um, I think what's coming up is just, um, just find that love in your heart. Um, whether you've experienced trauma or loss um, and, and there's a lot going on, but just like love is your guide and, and really tap into that. And as Michelle said, surround yourself 
with those that are like-minded and really hold to those relationships and be that light in the world and, um, and just share. That's what we're here for. I think that my favorite quote from the entire episode today is what you just said about love. Mm -hmm. Love be my guide. Say that again. Love is my guide. Yeah. Let love be your guide. Let love um, be your guide. Yeah. And just, and be a light and, and just follow that, follow, follow it and, and be open. And that's where meditation can really help us to go where we don't know that we can go Mm -hmm. and be who we don't know we can be and have the trust in ourselves to just be that expansive space. And, um, because if we're intentionally doing things, that's fine, but it's when we're, we're surrendering that, that we can serve the most. And, and that is led by the love and, and that can take us where we can't fathom. And it brought me to you. I know. And ditto. (laughs) Ditto. (laughs) We could have a whole show just on that side as well, but I really wanted to do the wellness today. Mm -hmm. Um, but honestly, we could have a whole show just talking about this because we're, you know, when you find somebody like-minded, you just want to keep talking and talking. Yes. (laughs) Keep going. (laughs) Yes. Well, thank you for sharing all this with the audience today. Um, okay. So let's move on. I always end the show with a mantra, which Mm -hmm. is just kind of a positive affirmation to say to yourself two, three times in a row, several times a day throughout the next week. And we kind of decided on this together before the show started. So I will say it once and then let's say it a couple of times together. Okay. And again, for all of you listening, all of you out there listening, write it on a sticky note, put it on your mirror. It'll be in the show notes. So if you forget, don't worry about it. Just scroll down below the podcast and you'll see the show notes. So I'll say it again once and then we'll say it together. I am love. I am light. I am enough. So let's mm. say it together. I, I am, am love. love. I am am light. I I am enough. enough. Let's say it one more time together. I I am love. I am light. light. (laughs) I I am enough. enough. Amen. Amen. (laughs) So important. Beautiful. (laughs) I love that. All right. So that's a wrap for this episode of you lost me at namaste. I'm your host, Michelle Schoenfeld. Know that you're enough, that you're worthy, that you were born for a reason. And until next time, namaste. Namaste. Thank you for listening to this episode of you lost me at namaste. If you liked it or you like this podcast in general, please take a moment and share the love by dropping me a review, giving me a rating, or sharing it with your friends. The more love and light we can spread, the better our world will be. Thank you, and until next time, namaste.